So a debate has uh, arisen over a boy wearing a skirt at a Cape Town school. And this obviously has sparked um, a controversy on whether it's time for pupils to be able to wear the school uniform of their choosing. We now speak to Kellen Buotha from Matimba, which is an organization that advocates for kids and teenagers that are transgender. Good afternoon to you, Kellen. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. So what's Matimba's standpoint uh, on this issue? So Matimba, which, as you said, we uh, advocate for the rights of trans and gender-diverse young people. Mm. Um, Our standpoint on this, and I think it's important to note that we don't know necessarily the identity of this child. Um, They might be a cisgender boy. They might be uh, identifying in some other way. Uh, We don't know. But we feel that no matter what your identity, no matter how you label yourself, uh, you should have the right Mm. to express yourself in whatever way you see fit, to wear Mm. whatever clothes you see fit, because at the end of the day, clothes are gender neutral. It is society that has decided this and this is for boys and this and this is for girls. But at the end of the day, it's a piece of cloth. It's a piece of material that covers your body. And beyond that, we don't don't think it needs to be... um, such a controversy. Mm. I think what's so funny is that, you know, the Scottish are known for wearing kilts. I've got a kilt myself, which is a, it's, it's like, a, it's a skirt, basically. Yes, that, that's true. I also actually own a kilt from when I visited some relatives in Scotland. Yeah. Now, there's a lot to be said about is something a skirt, if it's sort of a culturally mm. uh, specific thing, like like the kilt. Um, but the idea of pants, mm, mm is a very Western European thing. Cultures all around the world have had all kinds of um, dress codes and and ways of of wearing clothing. And often that was what we might today in English call a skirt, something that's like a skirt. Uh, Obviously, it's very difficult. You can't necessarily conflate um, the two. Uh, But I think it is very interesting that, that people are now getting very hung up of a mm. pants versus skirts when pants are actually the minority of the type of clothing that you might see. Mm. I mean, even the people from the Galahari, that's where they were, you know, mm. for, for many years, you know, for centuries. So and then someone obviously, you know, might want to know, you know, why should boys be allowed to wear skirts in school? So I don't know. I, I think it's it, it should even go beyond the question of, boys being allowed to wear skirts, Mm. more uh, anybody being allowed to wear whatever clothes they are most comfortable in or uh, clothes that allow them to express themselves the best, whether they are cisgender boys, cisgender girls, trans people, gender diverse people. I think the question that people are asking now about why should a boy be allowed to wear a skirt, uh, I think they've got it backwards. Why shouldn't a boy be allowed to wear a skirt? Mm. Girls can wear pants in in most school uniforms. Um, Women walking out in the street are wearing pants every day. Um, Why the double standard? Why not just let people wear what they want? So has the the department and school governing bodies been engaged on the subject and what have been the outcome of those engagements? 
So there is a working group uh, between uh, several activists and advocacy organizations. Matimba is one of them. Um, Iranti in Johannesburg. Uh, in the Western Cape, we have Gender Dynamics Triangle Project. And yes. uh, I believe other organizations such as the Women's uh, Legal Center um, participate on a monthly basis with a working group within the Department of Basic Education uh, to advocate for these issues, uh, to push for and draft guidelines. Mm. Um, now, uh, the details of that are not really in my purview, but it is something that we are looking at, um, not just to say, you know, transgender people should be able to do X or Y, but that children and students mm. uh, should not be constrained to uh, these very outdated practices. Um, personally, one thing that I think would be very easy is to just amend existing uniform guidelines to uh, not refer to boys or girls, but mm. simply to have a standard um, uniform across the board, perhaps with variations that uh, individual students can choose for themselves. Mm. Well, you know, some of my colleagues obviously raised this question, and you know, I thought about it earlier, but I wasn't sure whether you know I wanted to ask the question in terms of uh, the usage of, 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 of toilets at schools. Toilets. Toilets, toilets, bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if the, the a transgender boy um, wants to use a, a lady's toilet, for instance? Then what happens? Uh, well, you wouldn't have a transgender boy. So, so currently what, what the anti-trans lobby is pushing for is for transgender boys to use the ladies' toilets. Okay, yes. uh, Transgender boys would be boys who are assigned female at birth and transgender girls and transgender women would be assigned male at birth. Uh, so it's just the, the, the labels there uh, yeah. are the yeah. other way around. Mm. No, um, I'm asking it, you know, just in yeah. case, I'm sure that there will be some people who will be uncomfortable with the idea. Let's be honest, maybe some parents, maybe some kids will be uncomfortable with the idea. How do you then deal with based, it? That, that discomfort is based off of in my mind, nothing. Mm. The, the, dis- the, the discomfort is around, um, you know, I'm trying to think of the, of the talking points that the anti-trans lobby continuously repeats. And they always talk about safety. And yet there has been no display, no demonstration, no statistics, no data mm. that uh, the public at large is in any way at risk from transgender people using the bathroom in line with their gender identity. Uh, it's fear-mongering. It's scare-mongering. So people might be uncomfortable, but their discomfort is based off of, quite frankly, n- nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to perhaps distinguish a little bit the, the, this discussion about uh, gender expression, which is, is the, the, you know, quote-unquote boy who is wearing a uniform at this one school, mm. Uh, versus gender identity, which is to say that um, just because someone maybe is a trans woman or a trans girl mm. doesn't mean that they're going to wear feminine clothing or dresses or do their nails. Mm. And likewise, just because a student is wearing a dress doesn't mean that they are a trans girl or a trans feminine person. Um, so I think when we talk about bathrooms, it's an important conversation to have, mm. but it's uh, not the same, I think, issue as this particular one. Mm. We don't know this particular pupil who's now at the center of attention. We don't know 
uh, what bathroom they want to use. Mm. Very interesting. Very interesting conversations, um, Kelly. And thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. Thank you very much. That's Kelly and Bootha there. Yeah, it's, it's, that, that one, you know, until it's, 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 it's made public, then one would love to see what the response will be like, you know, from, from, from the public, you know, mm. the kids themselves or the parents. Yes, it's a, it's a conversation that mm. should be had. Yeah. It should be had that mm. should there be a transgender individual mm. in your school mm. and they want to use a bathroom aligned to their gender identity, mm. would it become a problem for the parents? Mm. And I think, you know, these conversations have to happen. They do. And this this boy in Cape Town has started a very important yeah. conversation that needs to start happening amongst parents and, and teachers we can't and school governing it. bodies. Yeah. Yes. We, we can't run away from it. We can't avoid it. I remember some years ago, it was not a big deal. Well, for me, it was not a big deal. Mm. <laughs> there's, a, there's an SABC employee, you know, mm. um, who were in the bathroom. And, you know, sometimes it happens when you're pressed and you just run into the toilet. So yeah. this lady accidentally ran into the men's toilet. This yeah. guy was upset. He wanted to call human resources. Why? Because that lady made a mistake. It was a, it was mm. a mistake. He it felt violated. A, it was such a big story. Yeah, he felt violated because you know, there's designated toilets for girls yeah. and there's mm-hmm. designated toilets for boys, right? Even in the workplace. So he felt violated when a girl came into the male toilets. Ah, yeah, but he made it such. He was shouting. well. If he's going to go to HR, he, he was. Yeah, he, he felt was very violent. Shouting, and I was like, "No, man, she made a mistake." Yeah, she made a mistake because I think what happens is when you go to most public toilets, they, you know, instead of having simplifying male female, now they've got these fancy drawings, signages, yeah, yes. signages mm. that you see. Sometimes I stand for a second. I'm like trying to figure out, okay. It happens. It does. You know? Yes, it does. There's a particular mall, I think, in, in, in Branston. Every time when I get go to the bathroom, I'm still not used to Nyama for a few seconds or wait until someone comes out. To see whether yeah, I promise you. Yeah, you know, and I think in Sentin, what I like about Sentin, they they have a a, a, a male shoe and a female shoe. I've Already when you flush him, you're like, I know. The other ones, man. It is so hard to figure it out. And that time you are pressed, Baba. Yeah. And you know, guys, when we are pressed, already Ipanda oh lose. <laughs> so you might end up scaring other people. Anyway.